If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And I have a huge surprise for you. We have Ella Isakov with us this week. And so she and I are going to be tag teaming you, which means anybody that asks a question, you're going to get both my take on your answer from spirit and Ella's take. So it'll be really fun to see what the questions are and what spirit has to say. So I'll tell you about Ella in just a minute. But first, it is the first Thursday of the month. So you know what that means. It means I'm giving away a free session. And in order to, to get a free session, all you have to do is go to Go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, and leave a review about the show. And then each month, I give away a free session valued at $200. So the reason I do that is just to thank this community. Thank you for listening to us and and for being a part of the show and calling in and all of that. And I know $200 is a lot of money for people. So if you can't afford a session with me, then register and you may win a session with me. I give away a bunch of them. I give away one a month. So it was at 12 every year. And I think for my 300th show, I gave two away that night. So that'll be 13 this year. So this this month, the winner is her, um, what she calls herself is Princess Junonia, J-U-N-O-N-I-A. And she said, I've always felt like an old soul. I live in my spiritual calling. And then the angel sent me to you. Perfect timing. 
Just a few months before my mom died, I started watching your YouTube channel and learned about angels and the transition of death. What a comfort to me as my mom went downhill fast. I was able to get there in time to hold her as she crossed over. It was incredible. I'm hoping my mom's channeling me to use so I can nab that free reading. I will now put that in the arms of the angels. So good job, Princess Junonia. You are April's winner, which means if you email me, julietaskjulieryan.com, we will find a date and a time that works best with your schedule and with mine. And we can talk about whatever you want because, you know, I am a buffet of psychicness. So we can talk to deceased loved ones or pets. We can do a medical scan. We can do a past life scan. We can talk to your angels, your spirit guides, whatever. And it'll be a blast. So email me, julietaskjulieryan.com, and we'll figure out a, a date and time that works. Okay, let's get to Miss Ella. Hi, Ella. Welcome. Hi, everyone. I'm so delighted to be here, Julie. Oh, I'm thrilled to have you. Ella lives in Canada, everybody. So through the magic of the Internet, we are uh, able to have Miss Ella join us this week. And I just thought it would be fun to have you on, Ella, because I think you're really an extraordinary gal. I think your your life story, and you're not very old, you're pretty young, but your life story, my God, I think you've lived several hundred lifetimes in this lifetime early in your life. And Ella, everybody, is a medium, she's a medical intuitive, she's a psychic, and she's a yoga teacher. So what did I leave out? I think you got it. And then I get guidance also from angels. They're kind of my buddies. Yeah, so that's, I think that goes in that goes into the medium side of the equation. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Ella, I know you were born in Russia. Tell us a little bit about your early life and and how did you come to know that you had these abilities? Did you learn them, or were you did you just come in with them? Yeah, I did not know. I had no idea, and it's so funny. Now thinking back, I see signs like every, almost every part, every, every stage of my life. It's been incredible. I've been through a lot. And one thing is, I don't know if you know this as well, Julie, but people that have been through a lot at a young age, they kind of tend to move towards the healing journey because the weight of everything is a lot. So a lot of powerful healers have actually gone through a lot of trauma and heartbreak and even chaos and they move towards the healing because it's just too much so in that journey I've, un- I've uncovered a lot of things and I've also had so much divine intervention that I even realized I had even when I was in the chaotic part of my life living all over the world and going through foster care and then I was even an expat in Japan for six years which is not mentioned. Yeah, so it's so interesting, all the parts of the life that you think, how did I get here? But now looking back, there was actually so much divine play that brought me here. And I didn't even think about it at the time when things were happening, when coincidences and subtleties and serendipities and things kept showing up. And... Um, yeah, and I've always known on my maternal side, we've had a long lineage of 
witches. You know, I've been burned at the stake in one of my life, which a lot of healers and witches have been. And once I started to unfold with help of some teachers, then it was almost like the genie bottle got opened, and then all the extra things, like being a trauma intuitive, came through, and all these capacities that was not even part of what was passed on to me from Reiki or from my sacred activation teacher, which I'm also super grateful for. And here I am, and now I just feel like I've got all these uh, facets right behind me helping me help others. And I can feel more blessed. And it's almost like even though I couldn't have imagined myself being here a number of years ago, I knew I'd be here. I don't can't even explain that. Yeah. Without causing emotional trauma, I'd like for you to just share for a minute with everybody what happened to you as a child, how at a young age you were abandoned and all that. Because it's one thing to say I've had trauma in my life. It's something else to hear a little bit about really what you went through. And I think it ramped up the trauma so much that it gave you the impetus to create the life that you have now. So if it's not going to cause any emotional trauma to you, hopefully it's far enough in the past. Can you share with everybody a little bit about your early life, please, from from when you left Russia? Yeah. I have a very somewhat unusual story in that I was born in Moscow, and it was, it was a bit chaotic even then. My parents divorced when I was super young, and we did have some money, so that's the only way you can leave Russia at that time. And my mother left with the two, her two daughters, me being one of them, and to have a better life. So my dad actually let his kids be taken off because he knew it was for the greater good of a better life. What wasn't really ultimately clear is that my mother had a lot of difficulties in motherhood. And in a lot of ways, she blamed us for the life that was missed. Like she wanted to be an artist. She wanted to do this. And we held her down. So oftentimes we got told that we ruined her life. So we moved to Greece, to Israel. We lived all over. We followed different boyfriends. And it was a bit chaotic. And when we when we were in Winnipeg, we, she had quite an abusive boyfriend who kept breaking into our home. And when he went to jail, uh, we had to leave rather abruptly. And I feel like this was one of the divine interventions because we had to flee. And she chose to flee to Toronto. Here I am in Toronto. And she had to take us to child services. So in my case, going into foster care saved my life. It did not, as you know, for some people it maybe tarnished their life. For me, even though it was quite turbulent to move to the different foster homes, um, and then I got into, I got a criminal record at 12, I was in 13, and to still be taken by a foster family was also divine intervention. And my third family had horses. So you can see how there was even more divine intervention 
for the healing aspects because I shut down. And if you can believe it, don't tell my friends. But I actually stopped speaking. I was in quite shock and a lot of turbulence. And instead, I just didn't know what was going on. I'm like, at age 12, you just don't expect that much change. I went to 11 schools by grade 9, which is more than one a year. And the horses were part of my healing journey. The family I was with was part of my healing journey. And it was still trivial. You know, for a while, you kind of lead your life how you're supposed to. So I guess I was considered a success story. I was actually on a small talk show at 19 for being the first foster child for my child services to go to university. So, Okay, so hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to hear more of that story, and I in particular want to hear how the horses were healing for you, because I know somebody who utilizes horses to help heal all kinds of ailments, and and not only emotional, but physical as well. So stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ash Julie Ryan Show. We're with Ella Isakov this week, and we'll be right back. back everybody we've got ella isakov with us this week and we're going to be tag teaming callers here in a few minutes ella is a psychic medium she's a yogi she's a medical intuitive she's an all-around fabulous gal and before the break we were talking about your really traumatic childhood and when you landed with a um, a uh, foster family that had horses, it seemed to really help you. Can you tell us a little bit about what was going on at that time and how the horses helped pull you out and helped you become the extraordinary woman that you are now? It was definitely the, the first part of the healing for sure. And it, it wasn't even on purpose that they, well, actually they did think it was necessary for me to be around nature. And I feel that I couldn't really connect to humans. You know, at this point when you're going through foster care and you're kind of, everything's chaotic, you don't know right from left, up or down. Humans are not necessarily your place, your people of safety. So I shut down. I shut down in communication. I shut down, I kind of, it's called dissociation. Well, almost dissociation, but not quite to that extent where you kind of, the reality that you're in is not safe and you completely dissociate. I did not do that. And then it was, the horses, what they bring is softness. And there's no need to communicate. And then it's just a tactile mess of tactile, like, you know, be able to be with the horse. It's really just hard to explain. I'm going to say what's coming through. It's almost like you have a own special language with a horse where you can't trust the people to communicate or be with. And the horses become, I guess, a bit of a, a safe zone, a safe zone. And I had two horses when I was growing up. So I know how fortunate I was with the foster home that I got, the third foster home that I got into. I know that I was fortunate. I know I was blessed. Um, but the horses... And then the other thing is I love to go fast. I was got you know, I competed equestrian jumping and it was it was the healing also of connecting to my body and also the speed just helped release some of that 
extra stuff that I didn't even know what it was at that time. I couldn't even identify because everything was happening so fast. And the horses were just a vehicle to help me connect, to help me release, and also just to really devote my time to something that was so nurturing and warm. I have a friend who uses horses for healing, and she had a client that had lung cancer. And the client went out and stood next to the fence, and one of her healing horses came up and put his nozzle, put his nose right on her chest and stayed there for a few minutes. And I said, well, he was sending healing energy to her. And that's exactly what it was. And she said it was so extraordinary because I just didn't know what was going on with her friend. It's the first time she'd ever been around her friend, but they are so intuitive. And I have another friend that uses them for, they're called special equestrians, and they use them for special needs children. And they're so gentle and so healing for these kids. A lot of them are autistic and can't speak, and it really helps a lot. So um, how wonderful is that? So how, so where did you go from there? You went to, you went to school, and what, give us kind of, you know, your adult, your early adulthood, what was happening there? Fit in, you know, so I became a school teacher. Uh, so uh-huh. I taught elementary school, and I taught a lot overseas which, you know, I taught in Japan. I've always had a love for Asia. And then I went back. This is another remarkable story. So in 2005, I wanted to find my dad. He didn't even know we were in foster care. I haven't talked to him. I don't know. I guess I don't know what made me think I could eat in Russia. There's no yellow pages. There's no there's no directory. And I got a job. I got a very good job teaching at an international school in Moscow. And this woman, this was all these divine interventions. This woman that you, my mom, contacted me out of the blue and she said, I'm going to be in Moscow at that time. I'll help you find your father. She found him within the month and then she disappeared. And these are just some of the ways that I've been, there's so many of those kind of stories, which at the time you don't think about it. And then I just said, whoa. And then I reconnected with my dad, and, you know, we communicate through Google Translate. He's been here three times. He came to my wedding. But at first it was challenging because he didn't know what I went through, and I've got half-siblings in Russia. You know, you have a lot of forgiveness that goes on in part of the healing. In fact, that's probably one of the key things to healing is forgiveness. Even diseases and even ailments, it's all... You know, but letting go of stuff that you're carrying, like anger, resentment. Do you remember any Russian? Very, very little, but apparently I, I used to speak Russian in my sleep. <laughs> but no, I I do not. I, I feel the traumatic changes were so quick, and my foster parents, none of them, the three homes, spoke uh, Russian. And I completely forgot it. Just like I forgot Hebrew. You know, when you're a child, you 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 know you learn a language and then you lose it. Uh, so Russian took me longer to lose, but yeah, I think I was. There was a lot of um, you know, in chaotic times. I think your brain has a way of just like choosing what to focus on, mm-hmm. and let let I guess it lets the Russian go. Compartmentalizes. Uh, yeah. It's a survival skill. Absolutely. Yeah. So fast forward, how do you use your 
experiences, your life experiences, your divine interventions, all of these, what some people would call serendipitous situations that we know there's no, there are no coincidences in life. How do you use them to help others in the work that you do as a medical intuitive and psychic mm-hmm. and medium and, and all of that? Yeah. You know, when you're, when you're a trauma survivor, even when I was teaching yoga, there's a whole different kind of level of connection, empathy, and compassion. And even almost a higher, even your intuition comes through. Hold that thought, Ella. Hold that thought. We're going to take another quick break. So that'll give you a couple of minutes to think about an answer and how you want to share it with everybody. We've got Ella Isakov with us this week. We're going to take caller questions here soon. And uh, everybody, you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Everybody with Ella Isakov. She is a, a medium, a psychic, a medical intuitive. I've, I've neglected to mention she's a podcaster too. Her show is called Spirit Moves Podcast, and you can learn more about her at ellaisakov.com. And that's spelled E L L A I S A K O V. So EllaIsakov.com. Before the break, Ella, we were talking about how your experiences in your young life have led you to be able to, I guess, utilize your abilities, the abilities we all have. They're innate. And sometimes trauma brings them out in people. I learned them. I learned how to do them. And so please share with everybody. Tell us about how you utilize those. And when did they start coming in for you? Okay. So, you know, fast forward to around 2008 when I had a, I guess, sort of a a breakdown. I will start to go through the, the dark night of the soul, if you know about that where you're kind of moving to the depth of it to start to really heal. It's transformative. You have to sort of start to let go of the victim, start to let go of the old versions of yourself, and you're moving through a lot of discomfort. To go to the dark night of the soul, which took, you know, a number of few years, you uncover a lot about yourself. And as you ascend from the dark, it's like the phoenix falling into the ashes and then you rise up from the ashes. A lot of serendipities. I didn't know I was intuitive then. Although, when I was teaching yoga, people used to always tell me, you're like my therapist as well. All I was doing is teaching yoga. But sometimes, oftentimes when I start to speak, I was just, I, people say, what did you say? It's like, I have no idea what I said. So actually, maybe that was when it was first coming through. In yoga, I was teaching the pose, and I did a spiritual thing, but what I was saying, I never wrote it down. I didn't memorize it. I didn't look up any books or quotes. And I guess it kind of starts there. And I feel like even teaching yoga was another divine intervention when I was changing careers to move me to greater connection to myself. And have you heard this quote? You can only meet yourself as deeply, excuse me, you can only meet somebody as deeply as you've met yourself. 
I have. And that's, I really resonate with that quote because anybody that comes to me, whether it's for yoga or for my medical intuitive or energy work, I, there's this, I can meet them on such a deep, raw human level because I have understanding of the whole spectrum of all the emotions. And I think that's probably how the trauma-intuitive aspect came through, although I can't say how it came through, but I'm just grateful that it did, because the help in that way is, is pretty miraculous as well. You know, our experiences shape us. And if we allow them to, if we allow ourselves to feel and to move through, we can expand beyond any any barriers, beyond any walls, any feelings, just that oftentimes we limit ourselves, we stay down, we forget how, we don't believe in our courage, we forget that all that we're capable of. So no, I didn't think, I didn't know I'd be here, but now that I'm here, it's like, of course I'm here. You know, it's not even a surprise to me through everything I've been through. Yeah, great question. If somebody, or when, not if, when somebody comes to you as a client and they've got some emotional stuff that they want to unpack and they also have some medical stuff going on, do you find that the two go hand in hand? And what would be a protocol that you would use to help somebody heal both emotionally and physically? What a great question. So no matter what anybody comes for from me, I they can tell me their ailment, they can tell me their disease, but I I go straight in to the emotions that are held. I go straight in for the trauma. I go straight in for the we belief. Can't the louder. Ah. Let me ah. mute. Hang on. We got to mute. Hang on. Hang on. There we go. Okay, go ahead, Ella. Sorry. We've got a new dashboard, you guys, and there isn't a, a mute everybody button, so sorry about that. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Go ahead, Ella. No matter what anybody comes through, sometimes I need them to talk a little bit how they're doing to get into the nitty-gritty of what, what's showing up for me, but no matter what they're coming for, we, I, we get to the root. So we get to the, I start to move to the energy work, so I do sacred activations. But then as the angels start kicking in, I start being told, and usually within a few words, and usually, like for example, today in my client, the word stubborn came up, and she's trying to have a baby, and that's just that word stubborn worked our way through to the grief that she was feeling from two losses over the last nine years, and that was keeping her from being able to have another baby, and then, so it's the sacred activation. It's also the trauma intuitive. I know the age. So I said, something was going on for you at eight, age eight. And she goes, yeah. So then we unravel that. Then I run energy to help heal that. And then we release that. So we, when we release on the energetic level, it's way more permanent than just mentally talking about it. Because everything lives in our tissues, in our pain body. And when we hold on to grief and anger and shame, I mean, that comes up almost 95% of the time. We build a heart wall. When we build a heart wall, an energetic wall around the heart, all that moves into our tissues, into the pain body, and that's when ailment starts, pain, etc. So I don't have a strict protocol of how the session goes, but generally there's energy work. I get starting information. We start unraveling, and we get to the source, and we clear, dismantle, 
debilitate. The other thing that I do in my work is I repair the sacred geometry. And to to explain it simply, it's like the energetic blueprint within you and also all around you. So we're repairing the sacred geometry. We're, we're clearing the emotions and belief systems that don't serve you, that live in your organs and your tissues. And we start to heal what's going on under the ailment. So not, we're not tackling the tumor, we're tackling the under the layer. Does that make sense, Julie? You can ask. It does. Any- it does. And I know... Um, you're joining my April Angelic Attendant training class, which starts in a couple of days, starts on Saturday, and you'll be adding some other uh, skill sets to your menu of offerings that you're doing. And I think they're really going to go in beautifully with what you're doing now. So how exciting is that? I'm thrilled to have you in that class that's going to start on Saturday. I cannot wait. Yeah. So when you have a client that comes in, like the one that you said that is having fertility issues, do you find that once they release the emotional side of the equation that it really helps them heal? Yeah. Yeah. But I would add, though, I think the client today is our first time meeting. She would need a second session. There was a lot. We dismantled um, we, we dismantled the miscarriage and the loss of a family member. But then there was even there was even so much comes up, like even the burden of holding the grief for her mother. It's it's really in depth. So we're I'm dealing really with the the deep spirit of your being that causing all that. It's, I'm going to call it external the diseases the ailments. We're going to the root. And, yeah, sometimes it takes time. The other thing that comes up, Julian, I don't know if you know about this as well, but in your work, is the, the mental resistance. So we're, we're also dealing with the ego and the change and the letting go of the suffering, letting go of the shame, letting go of the self-loathing that lives. It becomes our identity. It, like, it really becomes who we are. And to think that, we, you know, we want to let it go. We want to let it go. We can't force it. We have to really lovingly, passionately. Um, so this is where the sacred activations come in and the energy work and the help of my angels. Yeah, it's deep work. It's deep work. Well, I find that there's always an emotional component in place before somebody has a medical condition going on. And the other thing I find is that once we do all of that work, nobody heals anybody else. We heal ourselves. There's no doctor. There's no healer. There's no medical provider ever never has been, never will be, that heals anybody else. We, we help facilitate people healing themselves. And the example that I like to use a lot, Ella, is when somebody has surgery, at the end of the procedure, the surgeon's going to close the incision with sutures and staples. The surgeon doesn't make the patient's skin grow back. The patient makes their own skin grow back. And that's what happens here with this as well. So it is, I believe, the most important part of a healing to do the medical side of, or not the medical, the, um, you know, the emotional side of the equation, because we can fix body parts all day long. But if 
we don't if we're not dealing with the emotional side too then what's the point it's kind of like you get your car your car's not working and you take it into the shop and they give you a new radiator but you got a dead battery so what's the point of getting a new radiator your car's still not going to work right and and it's an analogy that i like to use for that as well great analogy I want to add that also with my clients that have serious ailments, a lot of times it's also past life stuff. There's another yes. reason why they yes. take yes. sessions or my, my one client that I actually check on every week right now. And exactly. It's, 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 it can get so complex. So hold that day. thought. We're going to go to another quick break. Past lives, all, all about that. When we come back, everybody, we're going to start getting some callers on. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I've got Ella Isakov this week, and we're going to take a caller next session. So, section. So stay with us. You'll be, we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. We've got Ella Isakov with us this week, and we're going to go to the phones. Our first caller is Lydia. Hi, Lydia. Hi, Julie. Hi, Ella. It's a pleasure meeting you, and thank you so much for taking my call. You're Um, welcome. Where are you? Lydia, where are you located? Oh, New Jersey. Okay. Got a question for us? Yes, I'm wondering and hoping if, if you ladies can give me some direction. I'm in my early 60s. I've been dealing with this from my late 20s. They call it myalgic encephalomyelitis, chronic fatigue syndrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, although there's no definitive test, they believe it's a post-viral uh, component. Um, it's profound fatigue. Um, I have an abbreviated day. I have to pace, spread out my activities, a low tolerance to exercise, um, digestion issues, and I've done many treatments over the years, um, chelation to remove heavy metals, uh, anti-candida diet, IV vitamins, far infrared sauna, detox baths. Now I'm currently taking Chinese herbs um, because the last five years I started experiencing low-grade fevers every evening and muscle ache. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, And I went to a rheumatologist. They said I had Sjogren's, but that's just the last few years. But prior, um, I would, yeah. (laughs) You probably feel like I... Some relief. I feel like a walking medical encyclopedia at this point. Good heavens, girl. Well, well I've, I've gotten you I've gotten on my radar while you were talking. What that means, Lydia, is I raise my vibrational level. Can you get us off speaker, please? Are you on speaker? Please hold the phone up to your head. Get us off speaker. We're getting feedback. And uh, I raise my vibrational level. Mm-hmm. I watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham. It's going to hook into you up in Jersey. And then I'm going to have a hologram of you in my mind's eye. And I've already done that. So when I when I bring it up, I, I'm seeing, I know you've done a yeast diet, but you are full, full, full of candida. Full, full, full. So my guess is you've probably been on some protocols that have to do with antibiotics and... God only knows what all they've put you on. So 
here, here's what I'm doing is I'm getting the yeast out of your system. You also could use some hormones. So I've shot some energetic estrogen into you to give you some energy. But the, the GI issue is your first clue. And so yeast, stay low on the food chain, stay away from fermented foods, wine, beer, alcohol, kimchi, sauerkraut, yogurt, vinegar, soy sauce, all that kind of stuff. If you're going to eat fruit, peel it because there's tons of, uh, of yeast on the peel. If you have leftovers, freeze and reheat them because yeast gets on food when it's in the fridge overnight. And then get a hold of some nice statin which is an antifungal. It's a prescription, Lydia, and it's spelled N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N, and that's going to help you a lot, the Nystatin, and uh, in tweaking your diet a little bit. Ella, what would you like to add? Um, what I got, even when I talked to you earlier, uh, Lydia, is trauma from childhood with your father. Uh, how... Your father has passed, Lydia? No, he's still alive. He's 93, and I take care of him. But okay. I'm finding that I believe there is some type of emotional connection, or though um, nothing terrible, because I find I have very bad days the days that I plan on visiting him and yeah, taking care of him. It's funny you say that, because also uh, anger and resentment came up huge. So, yes, I, I yeah. also had um, a bit of a betrayal um, yeah. from two close family members that I was very, very good to. Okay. Okay. It took me about 10 years to try to let that go. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm kind of over it, but, you know, it's so hurtful. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, sure. Trying to work on myself and... Um, you know, it was nothing terrible with my dad from my childhood that I could recall. Just, I believe it was, gen you know, the generation at the time yeah. it was not nurturing. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, was when you were betrayed, Lydia, did your dad support you or did he support the people who were betraying you? Uh, kind of removed, very removed. Really didn't even know what was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, well, the betrayal was, I, they said, they suggested I had Lyme and go on Lyme medication, which is antibiotics. This right. was when I was around 50. Yeah. This was when I was around 52 and I got really sick from the medication, but I didn't know it was the medication at the time. And my mom and sister live around the corner and I've been very helpful and good to them, and I was just surprised no one reached out and dropped off a meal, or it was very bizarre. And I spoke up, and it wasn't received well. Mm -hmm. So that took me about 10 years to just say, well, they're my teachers to set boundaries, and um, no matter who it is, and listen to your inner voice. Um. But in the meantime, uh, I feel like I want a fuller life. Um, I try to forgive and not hold on to that anger and resentment, um, taking care of a lot of people in my life. I just feel it's my time and I have a lot of catching yeah. up to do. Yeah. Um, 
I kind of always felt good on the anti-candida diet. I've been doing it since my late 20s. Once in a while, I go off. Um, but just I think really you need try to buckle down on that and get a hold of my... I think you need uh, some nice statin, Lydia, to help. I think that it's going to really make a difference because just doing the diet alone is a good step, but having the extra nice statin along as part of the equation is going to help tremendously. Anything else you want to add, Ella, before we go to break? Well, I was just wondering, Lydia, would you be open to receive some energy healing? I was just given, I was just told to give you three. Plus, you're getting some healing actually right now. Uh, yes, I would angel. love it. Okay, so just gently close your eyes. I'm not sure how long we have for each person. We have about Please. a minute. Okay, that's fine. So gently close your eyes, uh, Lydia, and just take, just breathe deeply and expansively. You may feel something, you may not. I'm going to run three activations, and I'll just do it in my mind. One is to release any anger and resentment related to family. One is to increase your love vibration. And the other one is to upgrade your DNA to a sacred geometry. And so just breathe and receive and say, I open up to receiving your mind. Okay. And in the meantime, while we were talking, I removed the yeast out of your system. So get some nice statin, tweak your diet a little bit, and you're going to be much better. Thanks for calling, Lydia. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get another caller on. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and I've got Ella Isakov with me this week. Stay with us. Most of us have busy lives, and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Welcome back, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 667-770-1476, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website at AskJulieRyan.com and in the show notes anywhere you download your podcast. We're on all the networks. We're on YouTube and Alexa. And as I mentioned before, if you leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, you will be entered into a drawing for our free session with me. And then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want. 
Colin details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at Ask Julie Ryan. And a reminder to call into the show, we post it every Thursday. If I'm not doing a show, which is very rare, if I'm not doing a live show, we'll post, hey, not doing a live show, but we've got a special guest on, and, and then I'll I'll have a pre-recorded show. That's a handful of times during the year. So if you're wondering, if you want to call in and you're thinking, I wonder if Julie's doing a live show, just go on Ask Julie Ryan on any other social media channels and you'll be able to find out and then you'll have the numbers there. While you're on AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody submitted online and then I answer it and we'll put something in the notes. Hey, tomorrow night, call in. And then you can also schedule an appointment with me there. I'm booked out a couple of months. The key is get on my schedule. And then on your confirmation email, there will be a reschedule button. Click on that when you think of it. And earlier dates and times open up all the time because people's lives get busy and they need to reschedule. And oftentimes you can get in within a day or two. Happens every week, multiple times. And it's so funny when somebody gets in on a rescheduled uh, appointment and they'll say to me, gosh, you weren't kidding. You were, you tell, you say that on your show, but you weren't kidding. And I say, yeah, I know. Uh, you know, I tell you that every week. Sorry, I had to mute that person that just called in. So everything you need to know can be found at AskJulieRyan.com. My new training, we are so close. We did a run through a couple nights ago and I was almost weepy. I was teary. I was so excited. It's This is going to be a self-paced online training that you can do on your own, communicating with spirit and then also being able to tell how close to death somebody is. My big training, angelic attendant training, what Ella's going to be in starting on, on Saturday, the April class, I limit that to 12 people, and it's very hands-on. We do it on Zoom, but it's it's lots of practice, lots, lots of you right out of the chute, you're doing all this stuff. So that's the intensive one. But the other one I've designed so that everybody can communicate with spirit. You do not need to go through a medium. You can communicate with spirit and learn how to do it. And it's just self-paced at your own, on your own. So there's that too. Okay. Our question this week comes from Veena and Veena lives in Bangalore, India. And she said, hi, Julie, my name is Veena and I am a cancer survivor. I want to live my life again afresh and I request you to help me understand my life purpose. Thanks in advance. Regards, Veena. And here's my response. Hi, Veena. Thanks for your note and congratulations on your renewed good health. Life purpose isn't something we find. It's something we feel. Each of us incarnates with one goal in mind, and that's to create. What we create is based on our free will and is up to us. We don't come in with a predetermined script that somebody else gives us. We figure it out when we're here as we go. And the script is to create. And you can create whatever you want. You create lots of stuff every day. If we remember that our thoughts create our reality, it helps us understand that we're really creating every waking minute of every hour of every day. With that in mind, I encourage you to think of things that interest you. What brings you joy? When pondering something, pay attention to how it feels. If it feels good, explore it and take action. 
For example, you could read a book, talk with someone, or visit a website on the topic. You'll be guided step-by-step to where your spirit is leading you. Trust the people you need will show up when you need them, and they will. That's how it works. It's really that simple. Enjoy the journey. Ella, anything you want to add to that for Vina? I love, you know, I think you've covered it, you know, really tuning into your emotions. And there's nothing lined up. And when you start to tune into how you're feeling, then one step, one action leads to the next. And you might be doing something you never thought you'd be doing. You might be taking a step towards something you never thought. But just taking that one step towards something that brings you joy and lights you up. Because what is life if not for that? Exactly. Okay. All right. So, Vina, thanks for submitting that, and I hope that gives you some guidance. Okay. Let's go back to the phones, and our next caller is Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi. So, I love I'm your name. A lot of people <laughs> right? Love your, love your name. Okay. So, thank you. First, thank you for angelic attendance. In the 12 stages, my father recently passed uh, late January, so that helped me a lot, and I could pass that on to my siblings. Two, thank you, Ella, uh, for talking about the chaos and healing. I feel you. So gratitude to you both. So my question, and I'll spare the gory details because I trust that you both will feel and know me in this question. And my question is, what chakras or systems are most damaged and need most attention uh, due to some very complex PTSD for the last uh, several years, childhood through adulthood. Um, into comments, and so any feedback is appreciated. Thank you. Sure. Julie, where are you located? I am out in far west Texas. Okay. Texas, the great state of Texas. Uh-huh. Okay. Terrific. Ella, why don't you go first on this? Yeah, um, I'm getting straight away yellow, which is your your manipura. It's your sacred circle chakra. It's right in your center. It's your power center. It's your, it's your center of transformation. It's how you show up in the world. Any fears, any insecurities, any way that you hide is because of blockages and um, issues within this part of you. Does that resonate, Julie? Yeah. yeah. It, um, yeah. Which Julie are you talking to? You're talking to Julie, my caller, not me. Sorry. I jumped in there. Julie, Julie, the caller. <laughs> Julie, how about Julie Ryan versus Julie? That way that'll keep me straight. Sorry about that. Julie, Julie, the caller. Does that resonate with you? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. Before I pass it on to... Ryan, I'm going to just run a really quick activation. It's really great for balancing and clearing all 13 of your chakras. And this is trauma-related, even if you have an ailment. But it's some, what I'm getting really strongly is that you hide. You hide, not in a way like, you know, you don't hide in your house, not that kind of hiding, but you hide your gifts or you hide your voice or you don't show up fully or when you're in a situation, you just don't let all parts of you be seen and heard. I relate to that. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So let me run this for you. It's called sort of like I'm going to balance and say 13 of your chakras. So just gently close your eyes and you're in your mind. Just say, I open up to receive and I'll run it for you. 
I open up okay. the receipt. What, I'm seeing, what I'm seeing, Julie, is your chakra on top of your head, which I would say is your seventh chakra. Julie, are we on speaker? Can you get us off speaker, please? Because get, I'm getting feedback. Okay, so I'll just mute you. Maybe that'll be better. Uh, what I'm getting, Julie, is your chakra on top of your head, your seventh chakra, is blown out. So when that happens, it's usually from some kind of an emotional event. And uh, so there's a filter that goes on those chakras as I see them. And chakras, to those of, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, they're an energy center in the body. And the body has several energy centers. It's kind of like when you're putting up a Christmas tree, sometimes you have to use multiple extension cords to get the electricity to go all the way up the tree for all the lights that you put on it. It's kind of the same, same concept. So the filters, Julie, look to me like a contact lens. And it goes on the top of the head, kind of looks like a yarmulke or a beanie, if you will. And it has little teeny tiny pinholes in it. So the energy can can go out to spirit and you can receive it. But we don't want a geyser of energy flowing out the top of your head. And so that's what I was seeing. And what I chose uh, was the thing that was going to help you the most with that. Ella, anything you want to add to that? No, that was great. And, you know, one way for other colors to understand chakras, think of it as the energetic backbone of your body. The energetic backbone of your body. Okay, terrific. All right, Julie, does that help? Julie, does that help? Are you still there? Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. All right, let's go to Cindy next. Let me get Cindy up here. Hi, Cindy. Welcome. Unmuted. Are you muted? Cindy, you're unmuted. We can hear you. Cindy, are you there? Cindy, Cindy. Okay. I was afraid it is. You're good. We can hear you. Where are you located? I'm I'm in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Lake Charles. All right, I'm going to hold you, Lake Charles. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Ella and I will answer your question. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back. everybody. I've got Ella Isakov with me this week. She's a medical intuitive and psychic and medium and podcaster and all around amazing gal. And we were talking with Cindy before the break. Cindy from Lake Charles, Louisiana. Are you still with us? Hi, Cindy. Cindy. Hello, hello. You got to get off mute. All right. Well, If we can't hear you, I can't talk to you. So we'll go on to our next caller, 
who is Jeanette. Hi, Jeanette. Hi, Jeanette. Hi. 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 How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. Terrific. Where are you located? Um, Right outside of Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Terrific. Well, you got a question for Ella and me? I do. I'm calling about my son. He um, he's down in Florida. He's 31. Last year, what's his name? They found that his name is Daniel. Okay. Last year, they found out that he had cancer and it was loaded in his kidney. Oh boy! So at Thanksgiving, he had to have his left kidney removed, um, and then a little bit of the cancer went down into his bladder which they cut a little bit of the uterus out, and then they did a chemo wash. Oh, boy. Uh, just um, he had another scope, and he's got more cancer in his bladder. And uh, I was hoping maybe you guys could throw him a scan and try to help him out. Sure. What I'll do is I'll do it first, and then I'll, I'll bring Ella on. The um, I'm going to ask his permission first, Jeanette, okay. and... And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect to you in Detroit, and then I'm going to connect to Daniel, and I'm going to ask his permission. If he gives me permission, then I'll scan him. If he says, no, I won't, all is not lost, however, because we can talk to his spirit and get information. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in Music City, Motown, right? Is that what they call it, Music City still? Or the, yeah, we're the Motown. Motown. Yeah, I love Motown. I still love Motown. Makes you makes you just want to dance, right. doesn't it? The kids make fun of us with with uh, disco. <laughs> and I say disco's great to dance to. You don't need to, you don't know what you're missing. And it's so funny. I saw uh, some college kids dressed up for a disco themed party and they had these wild outfits on and I said lived in the disco era. We didn't dress like that, so I don't know where you guys are getting your information, but it's not correct. So that was pretty funny. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, so here we go. I'm hooked into you from you to Daniel. Daniel, I'm talking to your mom. Is it okay if I scan you energetically? What's that? He's asking. he He says, what's that? It's like I'm a human MRI, and I'm gonna hook into you energetically, and it'll be like I'm looking at an x-ray. He's saying, no, thank you, <laughs> like that. So let's talk to his okay. spirit. What questions do you have for him, Jeanette? Uh, for Daniel, I just am hoping that we can get this cancer cured so he can get on with his life. I know he's got some emotional trauma that goes oh. on with it. He's had a pretty hard life. Okay. Um, and he just got turned around and now cancer. I don't scan somebody internally when I don't have their permission, but I can look at the outside of them and I can tell you that he is his spirit is in his body. He is not dying at the moment. He's not in any of the phases of transition. So I hope that gives you some peace right off the bat because he's not dying at the moment. And uh, so... Let me get Ella on and then see what Ella has to say. Okay, Ella. Thank you. Hi. Uh, I can't run energy for him without his permission either. But what I'm sensing is still unresolved anger and grief 
And then I also got, what is your, what is your name? Is it Cindy? No, Jeanette. Jeanette. Jeanette is that he's lost. That's what I'm getting. I'm still getting that he's, maybe he's turned his life around the inside, but on the inside, he's still lost. And unresolved anger and grief is, is huge. It's almost, what I'm even getting now as I'm talking to you is that there's a fight. Like, it, um, as he was trying to turn his life around, it was a fight. It was a struggle. It wasn't like trying to feel the emotions and moving through the grief. It was like, it was still a force. It was like forcing it. still a fight to just kind of make things work. And uh, you're, you're I recommend what, right. what I'm also getting is that tenderness, like, uh, something where he can be vulnerable, something where he can express himself, his emotions, because that's the missing link, because right now it's lost, because it's, it's well, they, use, they, they like to use, the angels like to use the word muffled. It just means like everything's kind of muffled on his body, and it needs the way to let it out, but in a way where it's soft and tender, and I maybe has an outlet there, a therapist or an energy worker, or of course one of us, Julie and I, just to help to move through that with a life with a softening, less force, more softening. Okay. I'm going to kill Does any of that resonate, Jeanette, with you as far as how what you know about your son? All of it. Yeah. Yeah. How so? He's, he's been struggling since he was 15 years old with drugs, and he had a bad accident when he was young. He was hospitalized. Um, I had to homeschool him for a year. Then he went back to school, and he was really good. But after graduation, he got back into drugs really bad and uh, in and out of jail to the point where I sent him to Florida because I believed he would be dead up here. And he did get clean down there. But like she said, it was a struggle. It was a fight for him the whole time. Like, we had to force him. Mm. And he does have a lot of emotional trauma and baggage, and he he gets angry. He gets sad. So I'm going to kill him for not letting you scan him. (laughs) Well, talk to him, and then you can call back in. And we can do it another time. The other thing I would suggest is look up Amen Clinics, plural, A-M-E-N clinics.com. And you may be able to get him in there and they may be able to help him by doing a brain scan. Stay with us, everybody. When we come back, Ella and I will take another caller and we'll see what their question is. And more importantly, we'll see what Spirit has to say about it. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back. I'm here this week with Ella Isakov, fabulous medium, psychic, podcaster. I don't know. You got some yogi. She got so many talents. I I could spend the whole show talking about them. But let's go back to the phones and our next caller is Brigine. Hi, Brigine. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you, girl? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Where are you located? So I'm in the Bay Area, California. Okay. Terrific. You got a question for us? Yeah. Um, I've 
been through a lot of trauma um, as a caregiver for the last eight years, first with my son, more recently with my husband. And I'm just feeling exhausted and I don't know what I need to do. Um, overwhelmed, I suppose, is a good word to use. And it just it dawned on me that I should call you and see if you can help me. Yeah. What kind of support systems do you have, Virginia? Do you have other family members that can come and give you some relief, give you a, a break for a day or a weekend or even some portion of a day? Not really, no. Most of my family are in Ireland. Um, I have a okay. sister here, but she lives far away, and okay. she has her own challenges. Do you have you looked into community services? Sometimes the county or the state, county, city, state, they have programs that can help uh, relieve caregivers. And caregivers, it's just so hard for caregivers, and I know you're living it because you know you need to do it, and then you feel guilty because you're so exhausted, and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, I just need a break. And it's just kind of a hamster wheel that I'm sure you feel like you're on. So have you looked into that? Do you have a church that you attend? Have you looked into any county or city or state help? I don't I don't. My husband's not at a point where we have to, have to take care of him 24-7. But uh-huh. it's, um, it's draining. I think it's just the emotion of everything. Are you able to leave the house at all to go do something, even yeah, if you're... I work. I, I'm, yeah, I go to work, but that's driving me crazy. <laughs> okay. All right. But, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's the perfect storm, Julie. Yeah. It, what's what's going on with your husband? Does he have dementia or what's happening? No, no. He, he's um, dealing with cancer. Okay. All right. And, and do you have any help with that? Is he... Do you have... Uh, palliative care, or is it to that place yet? Um, he doesn't want to go there yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, so a lot of times they don't, and that's all fine and good, but sometimes you just need the help, and they can go in and out of palliative care. So it's really not all his decision. It's your decision as well with that. And the other thing to remember, too, Brigine, is if he does continue to deteriorate and you call in hospice, most people think that hospice is just for the last few days of life. It's not. It can be for the last year of life. And once you get somebody on hospice, they are they have people who will come and relieve you, people who are caregivers, and you'll get a tremendous amount of help in your insurance and Medicare will pay for it. So those are my suggestions to look at a church, look at uh, county and city and state agencies and it doesn't have to be at the end of life it can they have all kinds of elder care help and and caregiver relief and things like that so i would explore some of those options let me get ella on here and see what ella wants to contribute hi regine <clears throat> what i got on what i'm getting in now is that what i'm as i'm listening to you guys speak is 
And I don't know if this is going to make sense for you, Regine, but it's almost like I know you have a job, but this, what was coming through is that you've lost your identity with this caretaking. Does that resonate? It's almost, and I think that's part of the draining part. That's part of the reason why you're so tired. Right. So would you, would you be open for a bit of energy? So I know we only have a few minutes together, and I want to make sure that you can receive it. Are you open to it? Absolutely, yes. Okay. So just gently close your eyes and just take a few breaths. I'm going to run one for your overwhelm and one to energize your mind and your body. And also want just to expand your love vibration for you and for first and foremost. All those three activations are running. They're saying, you know, which is actually what I often hear when I'm dealing with people that are tending to people who are really busy with work. They're saying that you need to start taking care of yourself. And I like the options that Julie gave you. Because you're losing yourself, maybe not on a conscious level, but that's what's draining you on the subconscious. Like it's working overtime. Working for your body, heart, mind, spirit, energy is working for you and also for your husband. Right. That makes sense. So the energy will be. Say that again, Ella. I'm sorry. The energy will be running for a day or so with water and just, just notice what you notice. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck, Brigine. That boy, whew, that is tough, tough when that when you're in that situation. Okay, let's go to Donna next. Hi, Donna. Oh, hello. Uh, hi, welcome. Hello. Where are you where are you located? I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. I love Charleston. I always tell people Charleston is as historic as Boston with better weather and manners. Would you agree? It is. It is. I was born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. So um, me too. Change and um, yeah, yeah. Um, I love well, Charleston. I love, you were from Columbus, also. Yes, ma'am. I'm a graduate of the Ohio State University. You are okay. It was wonderful. Well, I retired from uh, Westerville School. Um, yeah, yeah. I used to work at Roush Sporting Goods on Schrock 30. Road for six years yeah. when I was in school. Oh, my God. It's a small, small world. world. I, yeah. um, I was there for 30 years, and I loved oh my, my job. So then I retired last um, July, and we moved down here to be closer to grandkids. Um, just like three hours away, but so um, so I've been married for forty one years. Um, married my best friend, and fourteen years ago, um, I found out that he was cheating on me, and it, of course that was the worst pain I've ever felt. Um, I'm sure I, if I can get through this. Um, That's retiring, even though I have a lot of hobbies, um, but I do have more time on my hands, and I've left all my good friends at home. My family's there, um, although my family doesn't know any of this that happened, because I wanted to, you know, my husband and I are still together. We worked through it. We're still together. But um, 
all those feelings are still there. I, I can't forgive him totally. I'm still hanging on to the anger, the pain, and the grief. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I just can't let it all go. I've been on antidepressants, sadly, since the day it happened um, in 2009. And unfortunately, the antidepressant that you cannot get off of easily, Cymbalta, um, and I've tried for years. Um, so I'm still on that, but I've weaned myself down quite a bit. Um, I, I guess I have more time on my hands now. So, like I said, it, I'm, I'm not, I, I can't get myself happy. I feel like I'm stuck. Um, I don't know if this was a good move. Um, I, I can't believe I'm crying. I, I'm sorry. Um, oh, please. Hurt. It's appropriate. It's appropriate, honey. You cry all you want. Yeah. Well, and you're and you're moving in the middle of a global pandemic, for God's sake. So it's not like you can go out and get super involved with things right off the bat with the time that you moved. So I understand that. Have you gotten involved in anything since you've been down there? Is there something that you can do that is interesting? I know there's so many historical societies and things like that all throughout that whole that whole area. There are. Um, I'm, I'm trying to meet people. Um, uh, just, I mean, I even talk to people in the grocery store. It's really sad. <laughs> just trying to see where they are. Do you want to be friends? But like I said, you know, I had, I had friendships that were over 40 years old, you know, and I left all that. So now I've all this time to think about this. And I just don't know if this was a good move. Um, I guess is what I'm saying. And I, I feel like I'm stuck, and um, and I hate feeling this way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hold you over for the break, Donna. When we come back, Elle and I will both give you our input on this, and uh, we'll, we'll have a couple of minutes to cook up some good stuff for you. So stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask eat- Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. I've got Ella Isakov on with me this week, and you can learn more about her at ellaisakov.com. That's E-L-L-A-I-S-A-K-O-V as in Victor.com. And her show is called The Spirit Moves Podcast. So check that out as well. And before the break, we were talking with Donna. Donna, you still with us? I am. Okay, terrific. Again, I apologize for leaving it there. (laughs) Oh, please. No apology necessary. It was absolutely appropriate. The thing that came to me was just to remind you that our thoughts create our reality. And when we focus on things in the past and our hurts and everything, it blurs our 
our present and it negates our future. So it does imprison us. So the best thing you can do is when you hear about like in a 12-step program, they'll say, take it sometimes five minutes at a time, sometimes an hour at a time, sometimes a day at a time. Break it down into chunks that you can utilize and focus on something that feels good. You always hear me talk about how does it feel. If it feels neutral or good, you're in alignment. If it feels badly, investigate. Is this a real fear? Is this a fake fear? How you tell that is, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? I call it the two-minute rule. If it is, it's a yes or no answer. If it is going to kill you, get out of the street before the truck runs you over. If it's not, you know that it's an it's an illusion. It's a limiting belief that's false. It's a it's an irrational fear that's false. The other thing that I have found that works is if you go to gratitude, Donna, and sometimes if we just break it down into very simplistic things, I'm grateful for the air that I breathe. I'm grateful for the water that I drink. I'm grateful for the sun. I'm grateful for the low country cuisine in Charleston. I'm grateful for the beautiful ocean that I get to see whenever I want to go there. Focus on being grateful, and that's going to help raise your vibrational level. Those are my suggestions. Keep it simple. Bring it down to how does it feel in every moment. If it feels bad, investigate. That's your internal GPS saying, okay, girl, investigate this. Is this a real fear or is this a fake fear? So, Ella, what do you think? Those are great suggestions. Donna, what I got right away is mad. Like, and basically, the madness and the anger is your self-blame towards yourself. And they actually even said to me that it's actually eating you from the inside. So, yeah, find ways to let it go. I really love that Julie mentioned the gratitude practice. I think that is so important. And they, they've also said to start to branch out. I don't know, they didn't elaborate, but however that seems to you, but branch out. I think also branching out from the feelings that you're having, moving through that, and also branching out physically in your area. Does that all resonate, Donna? Yes. And Donna, I know we're, we only have like a minute left, but I want to run a couple of activations. One is for self-forgiveness. And one is just to increase your love vibration. Do I have your approval? Because I'll do it because uh, we're Absolutely. almost done with the show. Okay. So you may feel something, Absolutely. you may not, but it's working. And I'll send that to you remotely if I have it noticed. So I'll do it, uh, write it when we're done, which I think is shortly, which is why I want to make sure I take my time with that for you. Okay. Thank you so much. Donna, a couple of questions. What did you teach when you were in the school system? Actually, actually, I was um, uh, a, a nursing assistant for several years, and then oh. um, I was a secretary the last three years. Okay. So if you were a trust fund baby and money would never be an option, you had more money than you could ever spend in your whole life, what would you do? What's the first thing that comes to your head? What would you do? For fun. Uh, you know, I'm a yoga instructor also. Um, oh, I'd love, to, I'd love to open up a health food store or a um, 
um, a yoga, you know, that you have yoga and healthy eats and actually um, a good friend of mine, Leah Sadler, I think you talked to her before. We yes. We talked about doing something like that together. So I don't know. Um, I'm kind of in that situation right now. I don't, thankfully, I don't have to worry. Um, we worked hard, my husband and I did, and, you know, we saved and we're at a good point in our life. I just, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm an abstract artist. Um, I love gardening, gardening, and I have lettuce coming out of my garden like crazy right now, which is crazy because you can't grow it in Columbus, Ohio right now. But, um, it, it, my grandbabies, uh, they're my whole life. It's so, I should be so happy. And I, I do talk to my spirit guides and, and God and, and say, you know, help me here. Tell me if I'm, where I'm supposed to be going or what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, like what I said at the break when we were taught, when I was reading the, um, you know, the, question that was submitted online it's it's a feeling there's no supposed to be it's a feeling you've mentioned art gardening things like that yoga those are all step off points and then we go into fear because we're all hardwired for fear now we're humans we're waiting for that saber-toothed tiger to come around the corner and eat us for lunch but he's been extinct for a really long time but we're still going to go to fear so get involved with something with yoga get involved more than just taking a class maybe you can get involved in a center maybe you can take some of that lettuce that's overgrowing and and give it to neighbors and go introduce yourself and say hey i've got all this extra lettuce and i i'm hoping that you can use it and enjoy it because i don't want it to go bad and i hope you enjoy it it's a way for you to open doors to meet people your art same thing gardening my goodness some of the most beautiful gardens in the whole country are in charleston look up a garden club all those ladies who like down there they've got lots of garden clubs and the other thing that I'm getting very strongly and I know it well because we used to vacation on the Isle of Palms one of the barrier islands there is go to those barrier islands because they got all kinds of cool activities happening there as well so I hope all of that helps get out of my okay yep absolutely one minute at a time girl how does it feel Everybody, thanks for joining us this week. Ella, thank you for joining me. It was a blast to tag team our callers. For those of you that are listening, thanks for joining us from home. For those of you that we didn't get on, please call us next week. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.